Greetings, Grapple fans, and welcome to the Lost Art of Wrestling Halloween edition. Yay! Thanks, Bunkle. Kayfabe. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I kind of feel this may be revenge for December to Dismember. I do kind of feel this is payback. I chose this based on one thing and one thing alone. We know. <laughs> we know what it was. But it's not on the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of it is. Well... None of the actual commentary is. No, but even still, the story itself is pretty entertaining. True. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> but that comes later. Oh, yes. We're taking you back to October 24th, 1999. Thanks, Bunkle. You're welcome. <laughs> A time when we thought, everyone thought we were going to die of the Millennium Bug. Everyone was getting ready. This is true. <laughs> But it's okay, because the Millennium Man saved us with the old glory powerbomb. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to journey to Paradise, Nevada, in the same place they held WrestleMania 9, but indoors this time. Hey. In front of 8,864 people. Frilly, it's Slim frilly. Jim's Halloween Havoc 1999, as they keep referring to it on the show. <laughs> where our inner animals come out to play. Mm. Are you ready, kids? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No one is or was. No. I mean, I was kind. I'm not. I'm not a massive WCW expert. Never am I. But I kind of had sort of semi high hopes for this because I've never seen this this pay per view before. We reviewed it, and I am aware that Halloween Havoc is one of their upper-tier sort of pay-per-views. Yeah, but this is WCW, so I didn't have any, I didn't really wow. have any hopes for it, to be fair. Uh, it's fucking Russo. I was unaware that it was Russo at this time, when I, when I suggested it, but it's kind of evident from the very beginning yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Russo. It's, it's basically... It's just Russo, Russo through and through. It's... Everything Russo. Well, Russo Ferrero, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Russo yeah. Forever. No, Ferrero. Oh, Ferrero. Ed Ferrero. Ed Ferrero. Yes, sorry. Yeah, he was um, Oklahoma later on. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. well, earlier on in the year. But no, yeah. we start with a promo, the Sid Vicious and Goldberg feud, and uh, Sting screwing Hogan to win the world title. Um. Because... Just like 1997. Yeah, because Hogan's mm-hmm. important. Even but, now. Yeah. Less said about Hogan, the better. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in terms of this pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> getting too late, uh, Yeah, but Shibani yeah. and Heenan on commentary. I will admit they're all good team. It, it weren't bad. I think Heenan's good. Heenan's great. I think Heenan is lost and doesn't know why he's there. <laughs> he never knows why he's there. But uh Apart from the fact yeah. tonight he wants he doesn't want to sit here join with Shivani on that. He wants to see someone get hurt. Yeah. Yes, that is true. That is what he says. Yeah, he um, doesn't want to Oh, look at that set. I yeah, think I the love the set. set. I thought the set was good actually. I we love the we set. also have it on the background by the way, just in case yeah, you're wondering so, why yeah. I said that. Yeah, but we have the set, it's like it's like an anima, animatronic sort of like like devil sort of thing pushing around a pump of inflatable pumpkin. But it's yeah. an inflatable. It's really yeah, weird. I, yeah. I think but it's still it quite snorts. good, though. 
like Rick it's really cl- it's wardrobe, not wardrobe. It's wardrobe stash even. Yeah. yeah. Later on. Yeah. But it's it is I I I think I actually think it's better than all about at least ninety nine percent of the sets that's used mm. nowadays in WWE. Certainly, that's certainly we got more the, the HD era. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, it's it's just more imaginative, isn't it? It's it gives it sort of a unique feel, which is great. It's what you want for your pay per views. It's what you, you want, want your pay- for a, what is a gimmick pay per view? Yeah, Halloween Havoc for Christ's sake. And uh, just just a note here at the start. Shavani announces that Ray and Conan have been stripped of the titles due to Conan's injury. Uh, Ray so Mysterio's injury. a freeway tag tonight. Well, either or. Well, it, it's quite important because they have a freeway tag match with Conan in it. Fair point. Which, <laughs> why they didn't just have... Why, why the filthy animals don't defend the... the titles under Freebird rules, I do not know. But there we go. I only finished watching this this morning. <laughs> I did, at half past one. <laughs> See, I've watched. I've had the. I've unfortunately watched this twice, and I'll give my thoughts about that at the end because I think they announced there were five title matches, which there yeah. was. Yeah, there was six technically. Six technically. Yeah, yeah there is. But we, I know we we opened with a cruiserweight title match with Disco Inferno, the champ, against uh, Lash Larue. Against Lash LaRue, who my wife described as a turd. <laughs> <laughs> when he came to the ring. <laughs> also, what can I add as well? I mean, nowadays, you've got the ring in WWE and what have you. And you've got all this technology around the ring. You've got all these LED boards, you know, with the names, yeah, intros, yeah. the name of the pay-per-view, you, you name it. What I really like, and it's a small little touch... It's the name of the pay-per-view on the fucking canvas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that logo because yeah. it makes it seem like a bigger deal. Was, I don't know what it is. There was talk of the E doing it at one point, and they basically went, yeah, it's too expensive. So let's, let's, it, let's, let's, let's invest in some light boards. And... Yeah. Yeah, but again, the, I suppose at least the boards, ch- they can change them as and when they want. Yeah. Whereas the ring apron, it's... you're going to use it once and then try and auction it off, maybe? Yeah, but what you what you got to think of as well is you're talking about yeah. Look, look for, for example, we've got it on the background. They've got the name of the company on the canvas. Yeah, and what have you? But sponsorship what, on the canvas as sponsorship well. on the canvas as well. But you're talking about obviously they'd be changing the aprons and stuff like that anyway. So why wouldn't you say, for example, they've got the light boards in place now in WWE? Why wouldn't you put the logo on the actual canvas if you're going to change the skirts anyway? Hmm. You're saving money by putting yeah. the light boards there. Anyway, because you pay for light boards once, that's it. You don't have to replace them. I suppose you'd yeah. have to. But I like, I like, even... I like how it, it looks a bigger deal. It yes, looks... it does. I agree with you on that. Unlike Disco Inferno and Lash Larue, who look like jobbers. Yeah, they do look like somebody yeah. you would Dis- see on Disco the Disco Inferno, now. the champion out first. Somehow a cruiserweight. Yeah. When he's on more gear than Bunkle. I'm not on any gear, I'll have you know. Bullshit, so. you've got them bigger. Yeah. <laughs> that gear may be donuts. <laughs> Dad Bob Bunkle. Yeah. I've been hey, I've I've been working on this. He's been to learning look more off the like he, Santa for fucking twelve months. He's, he's been he's been learning off the master here. <laughs> but yeah, um Lash LaRue has a stereotypical late nineties mushroom sort of like curtained hairdo that was popular. With his sideburns. With his sideburns. Yes. Get it? Yes, this, Lash yeah. LaRue. This is, 
What's really annoying is is he his gimmick is I'm from Louisiana. Congratulations, <laughs> the raging Cajun. Yeah, congrats, bro. Uh, <laughs> what I've kind of what I've written about this match is I cannot unsee Nick Patrick's pedo tash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was worth when he had a mullet as well. (laughs) Um, The crowd doesn't care because they really don't seem to get into this at any point. I thought it was okay, Uh, but they get sloppy as they get gassed. They get gassed really quickly. Yeah, but I thought Lash the Rue was actually quite impressive in parts of this. He did a couple of really decent moves. That's what, you know, um, that's why I put... He was still pretty green here as well, but... A couple of nice moves at the start, but, you know, they get... Just because they gas so fast, to me... Mm, but there was a good pace at the start. I yeah. mean, they got when they got going. But I reckon, like you say, they got gas if they toned it down just a little bit. But they weren't known for that. The cruiserweights. Well, were... the cruiserweights to me were known as flat high flying, which this match has basically none of. Mm. It's. I don't even know how to describe it in terms of what style they were trying to wrestle, except maybe the WCW style. There's lots of moves, lots of covers. Barely any rest holds, which was good. With a lot of power moves for a cruiserweight yeah. match. Yeah, I said that. I mean, like scoop slams and. But yeah. Just slam, 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 slam. When you associate cruiserweights with like head scissors and. Yeah, there was none things of that. Like that. There, were, yeah, there weren't much of that shit. But. Uh, are, we, are we talking the finish? Well, uh, I was going to say, I, no- I noted a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of heavyweight style offense from Last the Room. Yeah. But you can't seem to get Disco down and keep him down. No, well, there's um, a. That seems to be a thing with this pay per view. There's a lot of no selling. Mm. It's like big move, ah, oh, straight back up. Another big move, straight back up. But yeah. then you've got Heenan as well in this match. For uh, some, it seems to be like helping Lashgood. He's got to do anything to get the win. He's going to poke an eye, pull the sights, grab him by the hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, following up with. For some reason, Sharonic is mentioning the powers that be and a 30 day title clause. Title. Title defense clause or something he keeps mentioning. I'll, I'll be fair. This whole pay per view, I struggled to pay attention to commentary. I just, for some reason, it seemed like it was, it was really a bit hard every, for me to focus on. It was a bit everywhere, but I had to just sort of listen for the old like Heenan one liner. Yeah. There was a few of those. Oh yeah, there was the, a few. Heenan comes out with some <laughs> some good. Well, as you say, one liners, but I can't. I don't know. I can't. I can't deal with Tony Schiavone I don't know why I just couldn't focus on his voice you know whereas like Michael Cole or somebody like that even Michael Cole who I don't like it stands out to me how yeah. bad that he is but it's because so, it, I reckon that's partly because of how long he's been there could be so you associate that that sound I mean he's been there for nearly a quarter of a century when you think about it yeah it's getting True. towards so this I liked yeah I mean mm. Lash LaRue in parts looked like a fucking star yeah He'd look the real, the, you know, the real deal, and he's got that size at this point here where he could work cruiserweights and he could work normal matches. Obviously, WCW booking. You know, mm. if you weren't, you know, if you weren't flip the size, do, of a, bro. Well, oh, a little bit of flip de doos, but WCW. If you weren't the size of a fucking skyscraper, you weren't getting pushed to the moon. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, so it's just one of them. Um, but yeah, like I say, I think Lash LaRue did look decent. This going Inferno didn't look too bad. Don't get me wrong, he weren't yeah, that he bad. Was shit. He weren't that bad, in my opinion, anyway. Well, at one point he goes to the last dance, which is the stunner. Yeah, reversed into a real nice backbreaker. Um, 
But then Lash LaRue goes for the blue thunderbomb, which I think it's Shivani shouts, that's his move! No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it finishes the whiplash, mm. which is a Samoan driver. Because oh, right. he's Lash LaRue. Right, yeah. okay. Whiplash. Well, that's Let that sink in for a second. Whiplash. <laughs> well, as I say, Dis- Disco picks up the win with the, well... Yep. The, to to the describe the end, the finish of this match, fuckery and botches, last dance, gets, Disco gets the win in 7.35. Hmm. Well, I'll be honest with you, for us, pace-wise, weren't bad. It was Okay, they got gassed. Pace-wise, was okay. I, I, um, I, can't, I can't disagree with that. It slowed down considerably oh, the, yeah. the longer it went on. The longer it went on, the more gas it got and the slower the pace got. But initially, to get you going and get you into a pay per view, it did its job. I think it got, it kind of did its job. It got it set up. It was, I thought it was fairly enjoyable, the match, for what it was. I mean, I'm looking, you know, I've not known any knowledge whatsoever of WCW. So I'm going to this thinking purely as a wrestling match and not knowing anything behind the storyline or anything like that. I, just on its own, I thought it was half decent. This is one of those matches that was like, they were set up on Thunder. Mm. Yeah, because they had some sort of random like cruiserweight tawny. They what I told you about, basically. Yeah, if he wins, he gets to face the cruiserweight champion on Sunday, on the Thunder before. Mm. <laughs> so there's no story going in anyway. So not really. There never so, is with stuff like this. Yeah, it's just a afterforce, isn't it? To get the crowd so. going. Well, um, it's supposed to anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was overall. I knew I did initially put three out of five. I was actually really enjoyed it, but. Second viewing, I'm going to knock it down one. Oh. To a two? Yes. Uh, I, I gave it 1.5, and mm. I literally put, tried too hard. Mm. That was that was my opinion. I thought it was okay. Got, got, I, I don't think, uh, that, to be, to be honest, <laughs> as you'll come to find out, that's a really good score for this pay-per-view. <laughs> is, that the, is that where the match factors in? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I gave it a 1.5 just because, I don't know, I expected cruiserweights, cruiserweight wrestling. This was a heavyweight wrestling match. Yeah, it was heavyweight cru- yeah, it, was, it was heavyweight wrestling by cruisers. Who I mean, are, well, they're not cruisers. No, <laughs> they're not cruisers. I don't think. Disco is definitely not a cruiser. No. Caxi, what did you give it? I didn't even put my ratings down, but I'll give it two. Fair enough. But there's uh, some more fuckery at the end as well, where Lash LaRue gets a loss, and then for some reason decides to put his um, do his finisher to Disco on the belt. Oh yeah, I saw that. Even though he's the face. Yeah, that won't mind, but he, it's literally he gets pinned, bounces straight back up, and does that. There's no selling of Disco's finisher, which makes Disco look really weak, and he's your champ. So was, yeah. that actually pissed me off, to be honest. Oh, it it doesn't make any sense to me. Fuckery, botches. Botches and fuckery. Are we, uh, Finish. Are we moving on? Yep. So, cutting to backstage to it. Earlier today, we have Perry Saturn dressed like a militant political activist. <laughs> Laughing like he's about to play golf, <laughs> as you will see momentarily. Oh, this uh, is the Benoit and Malenko promo, isn't it? Yeah, he's conversing with ECW. Sorry, I'm in the revolution. 
Um, <laughs> and all they do is tell Douglas they want out. Yeah. Out of what? We don't know. The revolution, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, more than likely. But, yeah, it did nothing. And it they tried to explain it on commentary and it was just like, does it matter? Shane Douglas isn't even here. So Yeah, I mean, it's the revolution and they've got a storyline with the revolution. But the leader's not there. Yeah, it's descent in the ranks. But Chain isn't booked tonight, so we can't have the match. So Fucking put, stupid. First Moving on. Mind, first <laughs> one that comes to mind seeing Perry Saturn. We are the nation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the nation of domination. You stupid hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the Attitude Era in a minute, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit Farouk. <laughs> Tag title match street fight. Yeah. Yeah, three way street fight. You've got Hugh Morris and Brian Nobbs with Jimmy Hart versus Harlem Heat versus Conan and Kidman, even though they've been stripped. And they are and coming they out as champions. Belts. Yeah, go out with the belts. So apparently the Freebirds rule is a thing here at the minute. But it's not because yeah. they consistently say they're not the champions, they've been stripped of the belts, it's a vacant title. But they're wearing the belts. Which is confusing for the live crowd. Yes. Which is confusing <laughs> for the live crowd. And, and- we cut to backstage with Harlem Heat. Booker T, we won the gold, sucker! Yeah, Booker T deserves way better than this. I'll let you finish that promo off yourselves. <laughs> yeah, they're nine-time champs at this point. Why yeah. do they need it? Yeah. Surely, at this point, they should have broken up. This is after they broke up. So this is a random, they got back together for this match? Yeah. Oh, well, it's not this match like they carried on like teaming up because right. I think it was '98 they had this whole like blow off thing where they broke up Harlem Heat, but then Booker T had like a really successful singles run with, like the TV belt and stuff. Right, and Booker then... T deserves way better. Yeah, Booker T is really talented, especially at this point. But this match, he does not get to show that at all. No, because it's a fucking schmoz. I, yeah, I have literally written clusterfuck. There's even a rope break on a pinfall in a street fight. Clusterfuck. I actually wrote clusterfuck as well. How how do you get a rope break in a street fight? No one knows. No one knows, yeah. Bullshit. I just the first thing I've written on this is screams clusterfuck fuck this screams clusterfuck this match from the get go. Yeah. And it is. It's an absolute yeah, Hugh Morris and Brian Nobbs, I have no idea how or why they are a tag team and why they're coming out in Halloween masks. With Jimmy they're, Hart. They're of part of a, a faction called The Family. Yeah, but they don't fit. No, they don't. They don't fit together. They just look like two random guys they've put and gone. They look like you. a WWE tag team nowadays. <laughs> to an extent, yeah. They've just literally gone, you two. Tag. It's like, why? <laughs> Nobody knows why. It's just... You like... Yeah, it's like, you, you want a match? You, you want a match? Yeah. Tag team player! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Teddy Long, where are you? This match is such bullshit. Yeah, it's not good. I mean... Has anybody actually made any notes? Can yes. I just ask this? Just a few, but it's just spots. Yeah. Essentially, Harlem Heat come out, and we get a recap of Harlem Heat losing to the Filthy Animals on Nitro. Yeah. And out come the Filthy Animals. Creepy Kidman with the old school video camera. And Conan... Still with the belts. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because like you say, we get an explanation as an audience at home saying that they're not the champs. So, you know, it's a oh. heel, it's sort of heelish sort of thing, which they are, they are the heels, aren't they, in this? It's... A little bit no, confused. The, the animals the would be faces. Heels. Were they? Yeah. yeah. The families are heels. It's, I thought. It's sort of weird booking because if you go later on into the pay-per-view, they certainly don't act like faces. No. So it's a bit weird, um, so I don't know. But I did sort of know it was still the belts, even though they can't, they've been stripped of the belts. Yeah. Russo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake I have made I, I've literally other than saying it's a clusterfuck and the whole rope break on a pinfall uh, I have one line on this whole match I made some sort of semi-detailed notes uh, I, d- to be fair I didn't think this match deserved any it's it's god awful I literally made notes to detail the actual clusterfuck that this match is yeah but that's why I just could not be bothered it was too stupid it was too it was too much of a clusterfuck it was just made no sense it was fucking it was it was it just didn't make sense none of it made sense none of it made sense the participants it makes sense you got one Shivani's on commentary saying that oh, the Harlem Heat weren't originally booked into this match. They must feel really good about Rey Mysterio's injury because that's why they got added to the match tonight. Oh, what? So would they not advertise as being in this match? Was this match even advertised at all? And that's the case as well. You're one of your biggest stars in the company at that time. Booker T did not have a match on one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. Yeah. Until a few days ago. Here we go. Creepy Kidman. Creepy Kidman with his viewerism at Voyeurism. Voyeurism. It's a word. Yeah, it's right. Voyeurism. It's yeah. a word. It's a word, damn it. He's probably the one that was filming the segment for Ric Flair. What have you. But we'll go on to that later. Mm. But um, yeah, that lovely angle. But we'll get into later. <laughs> um, but yeah, this match. Oh, God. So, does it, so what, what have we got of note for this? Um, um, well, it, it, first of all, to start the match, to sort of go through, Booker T's out with Conan. Brian Nobbs falls off the ring from the ring apron for some reason, and a what the fuck was that moment? It's just Brian Nobbs is shit. Pretty much. Yeah, Brian Nobbs slip, is shit. I think it is the, the fact he's shit, but you'll see it in a moment. And you can obviously Conan gets injured in this. Is it a separated shoulder he gets? I at believe some so. Point? Yeah. yeah. Which leads us an interesting one line about uh, Bobby Heenan. Yes. You know what they do to, did to old Yeller. Here we go. What the fuck was that? Yeah, completely. <laughs> I I attacked the guardrail. <laughs> <laughs> I attacked the inanimate object. I'm sure you meant to um, use inanimate objects to attack people in this kind of match. Pretty much. <laughs> Not attacked inanimate objects with people. <laughs> Booker T throws behind knobs into some unsuspecting woman stood at ringside. Why she's there, we have no idea. <laughs> um, there's fuckery everywhere. Oh, and for some reason, there's two referees. But more on that later. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I'll be honest, is there anything we need to actually comment about in the action? I mean... No, no it's, it's just shit. It's just a smalls. <clears throat> just peop- it's a smalls and there's fuckery everywhere until the very end of the match. Where, yeah. Um, where you've got Harlem Heat and Brian Nobbs in the back, and you've got... Kidman, Conan, and uh, Hugh Morris in the ring. Yeah. 
Now, you get a pinfall at the back when... Uh, is, it, is it Stevie Ray? Stevie Ray throws a mummy at Brian Nobbs. And then yeah. pins him. The ref counts to three, but the crowd can't see this. So they don't no. know what's happening. No, so the announcers are saying, we've got winners, this, that, and the other. They're shouting it over the thing. And then all of a sudden, they're coming out. And then the bell rings. You don't see it, but there's a three count. Hugh Morris is pinned. Yeah. Now, was that who's, who's the winner? And the, the, it's just confusion. It's more... It's a clusterfuck. Because well, you've had a pinfall in the back, the live crowd can't see. The ref in the ring can't see it. The ref in the back can't communicate with the ref in the ring. And they stroll out rather than the ref running and saying, oh, it's over. Yeah. So then we get a free count in the middle of the ring. The crowd thinks the animals are one. But then they just go, oh, heat one. And it's like, oh, what? It's a clusterfuck match with a clusterfuck finish. Really, it's fucking awful. Is it's, what it is. It is a disgrace. And then there's no rep- there's no repercussion for it. Like for example, there's no. It sort would be so bad if they put a replay on a screen for the crowd. Well, it's have the action on one of the big screens. It's not like they didn't have the big screens next to the fucking massive pumpkin that's there. Well, it's um, as I noted, uh, Kidman pins Morris after a shooting star press, which the crowd can see and react to. Fuckery, Russo. Yeah, I mean... Harlem Heat winning 5.02, but it feels longer. It does feel longer. 5.02, really? Conan's dislocated his shoulder. Heenan, you know what they do to horses. (laughs) Ray appears with Tori Wilson. Heenan, Ray's the one on the right. Yeah. Ray, who's supposed to have a leg injury, but is just strolling around like... (laughs) Just walking around like, fuck all wrong with him. Yeah, exactly. But more about them sorts of uh, reactions later. (laughs) Because I've got a big one. (laughs) Um, something that's basic this? a whole fucking storyline on. <laughs> Do I score it one? Yeah, well, half. yeah. I have put zero, zero stars because I actually saw no moves. I can't give I can't give a wrestling match any anything for no. It wasn't a wrestling moves. match. No, it wasn't a wrestling match. No, you got sorry, you got. Oh, is it Booker T actually doing the? Um... No, that's Stevie, oh, Ray. Not Stevie Ray. Oh, Stevie Ray, my bad. Booker T gets the pin. Yeah. After the mummy shot. After the mummy shot. And um Yeah, but the thing is what happens is there's no repercussion from the filthy animals. No. So hang on a minute, we won the match. No, they just accept why not, it. Yeah, why not have a bit of a schmoz at the end just to look what the fuck's going on? Well they just leave it and go straight to Ric Flair with a fucking crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. Ric Flair <laughs> with, with and his David. son. Who is also bleach blonde. Yeah. Literally. Fucking hell. <laughs> the, the son that was a bitch. Yeah. Uh, then we yeah, got DDP coming DDP out. DDP with crappy promo. He's dubbed over music. Yeah. Uh, but according to the commentators, this is not on the format. Yeah. This, the, well. <laughs> this isn't in the script. It's, Russo. This is basically one big promo about masturbation, is what I've got. Yeah. Um, well, as I noted... Kimberly handles most of the promo. I talk about Ric Flair spanking her on a recent show. Yep. Yeah. DDP then disses the people of Las Vegas and makes masturbation jokes before it leads mm-hmm. to him challenging Flair to a strap match. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. As he's heard to say at one point. Yeah. Whilst he's the face. Well, is he a face? He's supposed well, to work. not. Well, well, Flair's going into the match as the face. but Flair goes into this match as a face. But DDP's acting the heel. Yeah. DDP's yeah, acting yeah. the heel for wanting to defend to defend his wife? Yeah. That's not a heelish thing to do. 
That's a face thing to do. So Flair's coming in as the face, working as the face, but he's the one that's doing sexual assaults. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get a quick Eddie promo. Um. Oh, uh, a one-liner from uh, Bobby Heenan uh, in regards to Kimberly. Uh, she must have more handprints on her than a doorknob. <laughs> well, there's also a bit of Goldberg looking with Sid. Oh, yeah, really he just briefly. asks where he is. Yeah. And the security guard goes, he's getting changed in the locker room. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you can so... tell he's, he's... Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> you say you can tell, going back to the heel sort of thing, you can tell, he, you know, DDP's working his heel because he gets cheap heat. Yeah, because I, 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 the crowd are chanting to DDP that he sucks. And he just turns around and says, I don't suck because I don't come from Las Vegas. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, but, uh, he's definitely the heel. Just, yeah. <laughs> just to note as well for that Eddie Guerrero bit, there's a kid who mentions Ray is taking Cohen to the hospital. Eddie stole Ric Flair's Rolex, apparently. Yeah. These are important facts. Apparently so. Because mm. Ric Flair can't just have one feud. <laughs> Rick Flair needs all the feuds. But yes, I also picked up on that. She must have more palms on her doorknob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just put massive innuendo in the promo, promo just to announce a shit strap uh, match. Yeah. As, as we go to our next match, Eddie Guerrero versus Perry Saturn. I had such high hopes for this. Why? Because it's Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn can Eddie go Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero is awesome. This is Perry Saturn before all of his problems. This yeah. Is per- this is Perry Saturn during pills. Well. <laughs> well, whatever. This is Perry Saturn before he was drunk at every single show. <laughs> and walking around with a mop. Yeah. I had really high hopes for this. Yeah. Um, I put very technical affair, unfortunately, at a slow pace. Well, as I noted, Eddie comes out wearing Flair's Rolex. Yeah. He hands it over to Heenan, Heenan as Tony can't be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> um, to be fair, this was actually a good match between these two. I don't oh, it was all right. It was, it was all right. It was slower than I expected it to be. Like I expected, snap, 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 and there was a lot of like. Though I love technical wrestling and like I love submission maneuvers and stuff, they kind of sit in the same one for too long. Yeah, at well, points. This, I think that's what made the crowd lose interest with this match, though, because they just went dead. Yeah. Right. Well, at the end of the day, this crowd doesn't know who you are unless you're Hogan or Goldberg. They seem to react to nothing all night except Hogan and Goldberg to me. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this whole match, this whole pay-per-view revolved around Goldberg and Flair. Yeah. It was basically it. The whole yeah. pay-per-view revolved around them. Yeah, and Flair's in the mid-card for some reason. Like, he seems to be... Feuding with mid-carders. No That's... idea why. I but... think that was his place at the time, though, because... It... Yeah, he's, him... he's done all the Hogan stuff. Is that what yeah. else can I do? Yeah. Try... Well, the thing is, I wouldn't mind if he was feuding with mid-carders and putting them over. But he seems to be feuding with mid-carders and just winning. Or... Just beating fuck out of them. Yeah, beating fuck out of them. <laughs> like, this... like I said, this match was a technical match. It, you know, it gets ruined... Um, I'm going to say the pace slows down at like the halfway point where yeah. Perry Saturn just starts wearing him down with various submission manoeuvres. Yeah. It's, like it's, like, it's, it's like Perry Saturn's gassed out. Almost, yeah, and maybe. It, like, it's a shit ton of rest holds. Yeah. Shit ton. It's like I say, I love technical wrestling, I love technical matches, but there's too much 
I've got him in this submission, I'll just sit in it for 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. And then I'll just move to another one, I'll sit in that for 30 seconds to a minute. Mm. It's like, no, snap, 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 you know, rolling out, reversals, that would be... Yeah, it was more... They could do that. Yeah, it was more spotty, this match, and it was a technical sort of, like, yeah. you know, showpiece. They, they did give this match time, though, because it was one of the longer matches on the card. Mm. <laughs> I did notice that. There was a few good spots in it. I mean, the one I liked was the huge superplex that Eddie Guerrero gave to Saturn. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. No matter how far he travelled across the ring, he nearly touched the far turnbuckle. Yeah. You know, it was... Really impressive. I was like, these guys, they're both great, and we know they're great. Yeah, but... this is subpar, in yeah, my opinion. For them too. And even so, that was still a passable match. Yeah. You know, if you saw there, oh, look, on Raw, you had something of this calibre, you think, you know what? Raw wasn't bad, was it? Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You'd think, it's not a bad Raw. You wouldn't say it's the world's best Raw, but, you know, you'd think, oh, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's There's nothing wrong with the match in... In a way, finish though. Terrible. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, yeah, end oh. of the match. So, Flair comes running out of the crowbar, begins working over Eddie. Yeah. Out comes Kidman, gets twatted by Flair. Out comes Tory. Gets sexually molested by Flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gets as sexually I, assaulted. As I noted, Flair throws away his chewy and dad dances. <laughs> He dad dances like Uncle Nobbed before forcing himself on Tory. He dad dances, and for some reason, a girl lets. Oh, but it's a, he woos after, so it's okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. So it must be the woo, the power of the woo. And she's smiling about it for some reason. Well, yeah. she, likes she likes it. it. She liked it. Yeah. She wants to ride Space Martin. <laughs> but, yeah. So he walks off wooing, then runs back to get his watch. Yeah. It's ridiculous, because it's basically. So wait, he's just assaulted two men, then he sexually assaulted their female partner. Who liked it. Who then decided she liked it, so it's okay, don't worry. He wooed, runs back, collects his watch, goes home. Wait, what? So he just beat somebody up, sexually assaulted their girlfriend, and left. Who's young enough to be his granddaughter. He's a face, folks. (laughs) He's a face. Oh, look at Flair getting his watch back. That's so good. He's he... a face. Yeah, this what? is, where, this is where they're still in the ring. They're still in the ring, and you'll see him run back in a moment to grab his watch. God. Tori like, cannot stop smiling while her boyfriend is driving around in pain since he's just been go. attacked with a crowbar. Send for the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Just what? <laughs> just booking. Also, also, I need to mention... Tori dressed like a 90s backup dancer. She can wear whatever she wants. <laughs> Especially at that point in time. Yeah, she's, she's still half decent now. Oh, no, I'm not I'm not suggesting she's not. She's fucking great shape for, what, 43 or whatever Something it was. Like this is it. Yeah. So bear um, in mind she's 43 now. That shows how young she was then. Yeah. Eddie gets the win by DQ in 11 minutes, 12 seconds. I yeah. didn't give it a score just because it didn't have an end. Mm. To the sheer yeah. action in it, I gave it a two. Yeah, I, to be fair, I could have if the ending fucked it ca- though. If it yeah. came to, if it if it came to an actual conclusion, yeah, and we had a decision and it made sense, yeah. She's wooed, she's smiling about it already. Just wrong, but yeah, it, I didn't. Maybe this I didn't is the count entire, it. Maybe this is the bigger storyline. Flair is a sexual predator. Yeah, he does the same thing to Kimberly later on. Yeah, 
that's yeah, he's a predator. Yeah, he is a sexual predator. That why did nobody pick up on this? Why did nobody? Oh, play we did. This? We did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Now we did. <laughs> we discussed this on the way up here. Oh, we got the Sid beat, uh, Goldberg beating the shit out of Sid backstage for some reason. Yeah, yeah, which made no sense to me and was just annoying. It was yeah. All right, so just ruin a match for later on. <laughs> Sid jumps up looking looking like Harley Race in a first blood match. Yeah, <laughs> shouting, "Is that all you got?" Yeah, is that all your? Is that all you got? Yeah, I give you concussion. Yeah, but here, here's my thing, right? Goldberg's a face, so why is he attacking people in the back? Isn't he a heel? No, he's no. A face. Sid is the heel ah, in Sid's this. The heel so in this, this is how confusing the booking is. You would think Sid is the face, wouldn't you? Everyone's a heel. Everybody's Everyone's a heel. A heel. The, this is the thing, though. This is the whole, oh, it's blurring lines. Everyone nobody's has face, nobody's 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 face, blurred lines. But here's the thing, Bunkle. It's not blurring lines when you shove everyone to one fucking well, side. There's only, exactly. one, there's only one answer for this. Russo. Russo. <laughs> but it's so true. It's so stupid. Goldberg's it's... attacking people in the back. He's the biggest face you've got, but he's blindsiding heels. Yeah. That doesn't work. It's never worked. No. It never will work. Oh, they're all tweeners. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. And out comes, Bagwell. Bu- out comes Bug Bagwell with himself spray painted, well, airbrushed on the back. You're just a shit, Good Rick God. Rude. Shit, Rick Rude. I wouldn't even go that far. I know. No, Rick Rude is so. This guy doesn't have the talent Rick Rude has. Exactly. Oh, dear. Now, this, this promo pissed me off because it's half promo, half shoot, or it sounds like a shoot because he's like talking about those two writers in New York. The writers from up north, yeah. Yeah, it's the it's crowd like, are confused by. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. Russo, you bitch. This is back in the day when most people weren't aware of the backstage politics. Yeah. You know, you know well, what I mean? You're having, this is all based on backstage politics. This promo is based on backstage politics. This whole fucking pay-per-view is based on, on backstage politics, but, as you will find out. Yeah. The crowd are confused, though, by him saying this. Then he demands to face Jeff Jarrett because he returned recently after getting a nice payday yeah. from, the, from the E. At the time. So was that? Yeah. Say, was he saying the people in the, in WCW were skinned? So I'm pretty sure that a lot of them were on guaranteed contracts. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So Jeff runs out, kind of gets run off. Luger comes out for no reason. Well, Luger tries to make the save. Well, then, but he's well, a heel. But he's a heel. <laughs> he's a massive heel. Exactly. But he comes out to make the save. Okay, and then he. Why? Tra- <laughs> God only knows. Fucking Luger. He's trying to he make tries... a save from to save. He's trying to save Jeff from Buff. No, he's trying to save Buff. He's trying to save Buff. Yes. From Jeff. Yes. But Jeff's already been run off, basically. Buff gets the better of I Jeff. Think... Here come, like I say, you got Jar- Jarrett comes out with a guitar. Well, double check. He... It's... Oh. So we've got the pro- we've got this segment on in the background now. Jarrett J- Jarrett's out in the ring. He's just been. Buff is all over him here. Jeff selling like a knob. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Jarrett, no it's way. It's the go-to thing in wrestling. You don't agree, just sell like a knob. Yeah. <laughs> just or sell, sell like Jarrett. Or feign, feign an injury. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You want me to lose? Tore my quad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Buff clearly gets the better of Jeff for the majority of this. Oh yeah. Then, for some reason, Luger comes out. 
I'm going to say he taunts him doing his strut and then... Oh yeah, that was it. That was another one of the buff's comments. You want to talk about stroke? I'm like, oh God, you really... Here we go. Jeff Jarrett's done one move. One. And Luger comes out to make the save. Picks up the guitar. Misses Jeff. But misses Buff as well. And twats him with the handle. <laughs> the proper and then smashes the guitar on the solid, solid neck, yeah. which I said probably hurt like fuck. It probably gave him a concussion. And then he smashes the guitar on the turnbuckle because... Luger. <laughs> Well, then, as I just noted, proof that Bagwell shouldn't cut promos. This was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. But at the same time, there, when you think about it, he smashed the guitar and he drew the same amount of money with one guitar as Jarrett did with a thousand. That's true. <laughs> well, on to, on to the next bit. Yay! More backstage stuff as doctors <laughs> are checking on Sid. <laughs> he shoves the doctor away and flips over tables. You are yelling, let him bleed, let him bleed. Yeah. I fucking love Sid. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, let him bleed. Awesome. Let him bleed. To be fair, this bit and other bits, like from the actual uh, feud, <laughs> remind me of uh, simply of um, Homer when he goes to Mart to uh, into space, and he's talking about this. Like, as long as I don't send that damn planet with the apes on, and he's going, "Oh, Statue of Libby? that was our planet. <laughs> you blew it up. <laughs> damn you." <laughs> Damn you all to hell! And just starts crying. I don't know why that would be any better if Stiz just started going, Let him bleed! Let him bleed! And just starts crying for no reason. Like the same with the car. With the car, like the, the first week, he's going, Goldberg! Goldberg! And the second week, that carving happens again. He's like, Why me? Why me? But on the third time, he starts crying and starts going, ah! That's the only way it'd be any better. Starts jumping up and down on it. Yeah. Uh, question for the barbecue chef. Don't you think there is an inherent danger in sending underqualified civilians into space? I'll feel this one. The only danger is if they send us to that terrible planet of the apes. Wait a minute. Statue of Liberty. That was our planet! You maniacs! You blew it up! Damn you! Damn you all to hell! <laughs> oh my! What happened to my car? Go back! Where are you? Go back! Go back! Go back! Hey Moses, where's my car, man? Ah, space 22. 22. 22! Oh man! 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 To be fair, I've never actually seen any of Psycho Sid until now, <laughs> until watching for this pay per view. Yeah. Uh, he is so funny. <laughs> he is amazing. Fucking gold, isn't he? He is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how limited he was at anything else. Just have this man talk. Just talk yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Have him do stand up. It's not all that. It's the drawing match grunts where you're who is. 
and it's like the close up, he's here seeing him like gurning on chewing gum, was like he's scraping someone's face, going, oh, for fuck's sake. Elsewhere in the arena, we see alone Eddie sitting on some random steps, telling Rey Mysterio to return to the arena. Yeah. Ominous. Russo. You say ominous, I say Russo. Oh, oh, yeah, Russo. (laughs) Follow up next by the match of the night. He said sarcastically. (laughs) It's Mr. USA, Bob Armstrong. Brad. Brad Armstrong. Brad Armstrong. I originally wrote Greg. (laughs) I'm sure they call him Greg on commentary. (laughs) I put Bob because I put Mr. USA, Bob Backlund, so I mean Bob Armstrong. (laughs) But then I actually wrote the title as Bob Armstrong versus Berlin. (laughs) No, he's called Brad, but I've actually written who? (laughs) Because I've never heard of him. Um, Versus Berlin. uh, Berlin, who's actually fucking talented. Uh, Alex Wright, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I just don't understand the whole Berlin thing. His music doesn't seem to generate any kind of reaction when it should be quite epic. It should be booed, but instead it's a lot of more like the face chanting rather than... It's weird. Well, but you have uh, Brad or whatever, Brad, Greg, Bill, Brad, Greg, Colin, whatever he's called. Colin, yeah. yeah. The generic so... creator-wrestler number one. Yeah. So, uh, Kurt Armstrong comes out to no reaction... And he's got his grey top on that he probably bought from a tourist shop. <laughs> too big for him. Yep. He's probably nicked it. I'll push the sleeves up, make it fit. I, I don't understand why this man's on a pay-per-view. I don't understand who this, he is. This is set up from the previous week. On Thunder. Yeah. They explain this later after he's come out. Apparently, I don't know if he won on Thunder or something, but dude... Be less generic. This is he's, it. Give he's, me someone interesting. He's the, this guy. He's the job about uh, Jim Duggan, essentially. Yeah, he's like, the job of Jim Duggan. Yeah, it's like he's from a wrestling family. Right, well, explain that to us. Let us know this, commentators, before halfway through the match. Berlin's no. entrance is far too good for somebody yeah. who, like, it's low card. Berlin out with, like, some sort of 90s filter. Yeah. Yeah. With the bodyguard, who they just call the bodyguard, and talk about how big he is. Yeah, I'm sure he looks he's like a not... shit Kevin Nash. He, yeah, but well, he's not you that get, big. You get the odd job, uh, odd jam from Heenan at points so over time. Going, he's built like a wall, and then just go, oh, he's called the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole Berlin, Berlin, oh, the Berlin, yeah, the Berlin Wall, mm, ah. doy, oh. history. Yeah. Jeez. This match is just full of fucking stereotype. I'm going to say it now. Yeah. You know, because I've written it down. It's just, I'll just put, oh, look, foreigner is the heel. USA, USA, USA. Yawn. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then I put a mini rant in my notes. I actually wrote a mini rant in my notes. I just put one trope I hate in wrestling. If you're German, Eastern Bloc or Russian. What was that singer called who did that song? Dennis something. Dennis, uh, shit. Did that, oh. Oh. He did that American that there's a guy, a singer who did a song for like nine eleven. Oh yes, I think I know which one it is. Dennis something, and he does a video, and he looks a bit like Brian May, and he's got like a USA bandana tied oh, to his yes. knee for some reason, and uh, he asked me to download it and burn it to CD for him once. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like it's a genuinely good song. Like, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if he came out to that after nine eleven, they wouldn't share him. No. <laughs> They wouldn't. But this is the problem with this match. We're supposed to care who the American guy is because he's American. 
but we don't. No. We're supposed to boo Berlin because he's foreign, but we don't. No. So we end up with a match that nobody cares about with two guys who, to be fair, we're okay. Yeah, it was all right, March. It weren't amazing. Nobody cares. I put, like I say, a little mini rant. I put, one trope I hate in wrestling. If you're German, Eastern Bloc or Russian in wrestling, nine times out of ten, you are a heel. You're working stereotypical Yank types, getting boring quick unless your name's Rusev. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, even Rusev struggles. But he's not boring and he can... There is a thing with this, though, with Berlin, where I think the commentators know, is like, he refuses to do any promos in English. Good. Because... Good. But that's that's, that's his that, character. That's his gimmick. That works. That's what I mean. I mean, at least that's. that's uh, I like that. Okay, fair play. I like that. To be fair, like you said, uh, to be fair, I've actually put this was a really fast start, but it slowed down quite quickly, and I assume that's because they were told to. Yeah, and you could hear someone fart in the fucking yeah, crowd if you wanted you, to. You really could. Just nobody cares. I have to see if in Dublin the Vampiros fought at CML, MLR, Triple Mania. But yeah, whilst he's on commentary, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. I've it, just noticed as well the, the top part of the arena is blacked out. Yep. Yeah. Is there no one in them seats? Nope. <laughs> There's one production guy sat in the sandwich behind a curtain. I've got a great view. <laughs> But yeah, there's not much to say about this match really. Berlin works a heel. Brad Armstrong is there. Yeah. <laughs> he wins. No one cares. And then the wall attacks him and that's it. Pretty much. Oh it... no. As I've noted. Oh this it's... could have been on Nitro, but it's It could have been on Thunder. It probably should have been. If this was in WWE it was on Heat. I have nothing to say about the match other than the fuckery finish though. Berlin goes for the neck breaker, which is his new finish. Armstrong, but Colin, Dan, whatever he's called, Jeff. Dickhead, we'll call him Dickhead. Yeah. Him. Him, that guy. <laughs> Randy. Um, so Berlin goes for a neck breaker on him, which is his finisher. All he does is hold on to the top rope. Yeah. Berlin falls down, and you see the lot of sort of things. He goes, let's cover him. And gets the free. Yeah. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. That doesn't shit on your own finisher. I don't know what does. Not only no. does it shit on your own finisher, but it makes Berlin look incredibly piss poor and weak. It like, does. The guy didn't. The, the guy, Bob, whatever he's called, I don't. I can't remember any big moves or any actual suplexes or anything he does. He's very. He's like that sort of job you'd make on SmackDown versus Raw for yourself because there was no one on there that was a jobber. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I did that. <laughs> yeah, but he is. It, it, it's just, it's just crap. It's crap. And then, yeah, I say they beat him up to end. Yeah, Bill and Luke, Bill and Luke kick the, kick the, kick the fuck out of Armstrong. Yeah, kick the crown boost because the foreigner stands tall. Yeah, yeah. I put one star. I did. I, I think I did as well. Yeah, one out of five. I put Blab. Blab. Brad Armstrong wins after two moves. Yeah, two moves. Fuck this match. Shane Berlin was decent. Yeah. He deserves a lot more, yeah. but they don't care. They just don't care. They were, I think, they were building to push Berlin towards like an actual possible main event, but of course, politics will just hold you back. Absolutely, yeah. there's no some, way they've somehow the, main event. <laughs> the wall got a match with Hogan. Fucking hell! I'm, I'm, oh 
Jesus. I'm going to say you can tell those two are heels anyway because they're yeah. wearing shades. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they wear shades. <laughs> but um, to be honest with you, probably Brad, Brad Armstrong is probably one of the few people you can actually define as an actual face. Yeah. Yeah. But he's only a face because he's American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And probably Lucy didn't give a flying fuck about him, so they didn't want to blur the lines of him, so fuck him. Leave him yeah. in the wilderness. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea if he did anything after this or before it. He's one of them, he just, they've just brought him in willy-nilly to use him every now and then. For stuff like Like this. the old school job. Oh, here we go, what's the finish? Balls up the rope. Uh, what do I do? Oh, I'll cover him. What the We're just in that? stunned silence and disbelief. Oh my god. I can't believe we had enough to say about that match that we talked through the whole match. I think it was more slagging it, though. Well, yeah, but that's because it was mm. terrible. Well, we've got an awesome promo coming up now. Oh, yeah. We've got yeah. an awesome promo Flair, coming up. Flair getting interviewed. Oh, yeah. About the filthy animals. Yeah, yes. well, he's talking about the second storyline that he's in tonight. Yeah. And it's taking a, his watch back. It's a pretty much a standard player promo. It is. Um, he talks Bad about numbers. yeah. So he talks about he's been. Into, he still actually, to be fair, touch on both storylines in this promo. Yeah, which you don't see very much anymore. Where they see him sort of like in, wrestles in two separate yeah, storylines. Yeah. Well, technically, he's in three storylines. So Rick, we're gonna set you up as a sexual predator. <laughs> well, that's not to be your A story. Your B story is you and the filthy animals. Your C story is you and DDP. Yeah. Go. Yeah. But a woo, so it's okay. <laughs> it can, it means consent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I put, he, he put in part way through that promo, he goes, Tory tasted a little bit of what Flair was all about. And I just put, what? Borderline rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus. To be fair, he, he mentions his strap match, and then as I, the one quote I took away from that was, there's lots of woos, followed by Diamonds Are Forever. So is a nature boy. Okay. Just go to TNA. Yeah. He did. Yeah, exactly. Did. <laughs> Up next, we've got Stevie Richards versus Rick Steiner for the TV title. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and again, we have the champion out first. Yeah, yeah Steve Richards comes out with the a belt. Ru- a running theme for tonight. Which is, yeah, normally, I'd say Challenger comes out first, normally. Well, no, we want Challenger to come out first. <laughs> but it doesn't happen at any point in the show. No. We don't... I'm not to tell a lie, tag title match, even though they weren't the champs. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was hung up at the time, wasn't it, the belts, mm-hmm. so. But, yeah, uh, Stevie Richards, Rick Steiner, the dog-faced gremlin. Hmm. It's just, I don't know, I don't, I can't, I've got a lot of notes here. I do not. I have one line. I went into very, very, very much detail. But what I will, to summarise it, it wasn't actually, it was a half-decent match from memory. It was too slow. Uh, it was, <clears throat> it's the longest match on the card, if I remember right. Mm. By one second. Wow. Uh, Steiner out next with his not welcome to the jungle music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not. It sounds very much like it, but it's not. Yeah, we it, assure it, you it's not. It's the cheap market version of it. Yeah. It's 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 on the same day as same same C D as the Fields of Athenry. 
So yeah, I've not much really to note of this match other than yeah. Stein is a bit of a chicken shit at first. Yeah. Yes. Which um, I suppose is good because he is the heel. Yeah. Yeah, um, actual heel and quite, actual uh, face again. They, yeah. they finally start though, and Steiner hits all of like three three moves, and Shivani ch- chirps in with, "This is a clinic about how to be a power wrestler." He does say that, yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah, he does. He does. He gets gas quick as well. Yeah, standard. Yeah, standard. Rick Steiner. I never. I'll be honest with you. I've never been a fan of the Steiners. Never been a fan. When they first started. I can see now. I've seen a couple of like their really early matches as tag wrestlers. I can see why people like them. Like, yeah. I can see why people became like thought, "Oh, these guys are going to be big deals," especially Scott. Yeah. But then, yeah, they just seem to descend into nothingness. Yeah. The problem like, with like here, nobody gives a shit. The problem with Rick though is the when he came to WCW and they split him up, he pretty much just went on like a whole mid card thing with like the TV belt. Yeah, where he basically just like Randy Orton, where he somehow wins clean every time, even though you don't want him to. He just does. Yeah, he, I just thought this match was really slow, considering it had Benoit in it. And it, it was quite slow. That's because of Steiner. Yeah, it'd be down Steiner to Rick wants that. to wrestle slowly. Well, if, he might, if he went at pace, he'd be blown up within two seconds. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't look like he's in bad shape. There, there was um, there's some stuff of note I made, which is. Uh, there's a good suplex by Benoit followed by a dive. Some fuckery back and forth, but nothing really happens. Mm. Yeah. But then, there's a whip to the corner. Benoit goes to drop kick him and start, you can see the look on Steiner's face. He goes, shit, I meant to walk into this. So he yeah. walks out into the yeah. drop kick and he's like, oh God, that looks awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes for the heel hooks, which we saw before. Uh, <laughs> Heenan, let's put it this way. Steiner's having a ball Jeez. because he's having a fight. Yeah. It, to be fair, there's there are a few points that I really didn't like in this match, especially at the end, when you yeah. consider uh, Benoit takes an unprotected chair shot to the head. It was a wolf mm. tap. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> it's just. Have you yeah, seen how weak one. the chair shot is? It's like the. I know, dome. but I don't care. <laughs> Dude doesn't need to take an unprotected chair shots. Especially like in today's day and age. Well, I know this wasn't then, but you know, it's yeah. Well, I've I've noted there's some fuckery, some decent action. Ref bump, chair comes in, T bone reversed by Benoit, which looks really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the nice. T bone was um, awesome. Yeah, falling headbutt, but Steiner moves the chair, which looks like it was in the wrong place. It would have took his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that looked sore. It did. It did look mad. Weak chair shot by Malenko, who's running. Well, this is it. More fuckery again. Another running. Walks to the back, and Steiner gets the cover for the win in 12.50. Saturn comes out, still looking like he belongs in the nation. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's just wrestled a match. Yeah. Um, they then hug it out, followed by a high Shane reference. Which is where is Shane? Which made me instantly think of the room. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now I'm surprised Dean Blanco didn't actually, like walk into the back and do that. Like, I did not hit him. I did not. Oh, hi, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, Fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, Steiner wins. 
Yeah, Steiner wins through fuckery. Yeah. I'd put... More fuckery to add on the fuckery. Yeah, I gave it one and a half stars. Uh, I was a little more generous. I gave it two. Yeah, it just I'll go with three. two. Because there were some decent spots there in was. that. There was. I can't deny that. I then you, you have a, a really naff average Bret Hart promo. Bret Hart, standard, boring So half arse. Yeah, does not want to be there. No, and then you've got your... Lex Luger's entrance, as... by the way, fantastic. <laughs> I'm Bre- sorry, but I think he's brilliant. Botch, 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 Chris, botch, Ma- Chris botch, Master's botch, dad botch. out first. Yeah. yeah, Chris Master's dad, yeah. <laughs> watch the pants, watch brilliant. the pants, they don't want to come off. They know well, this pay-per-view's I awful. There's irony in the fact he's called the total package. <laughs> <laughs> the, the greatest physique in wrestling, to, in enter, wrestling in sports entertainment today even, followed by, I would agree, years of dedication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then followed up with, a fine wrestler as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. When? <laughs> Oh, when? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I cut, just think he's brilliant. Cut back to the previous Nitro. Luger makes a run in to sting Brett. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, I love it. I love how much they try and put Luger over throughout his whole career. It's absolutely amazing. It's like they all know. It's like an in-joke. And they, they just do it. And Luger's like, yeah, yeah, I totally buy into it. Yeah, I'm so good, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Stroking his own ego and lays his own yeah. cock. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just taking the piss out of him. Even, even Elizabeth is in on it. But, but Luger's just like, yeah, I'm so fucking good. <laughs> Look how muscular I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great selling. Sell even louder, Luger. Oh, oh. Yeah. I've, pr- I've written my notes that Lex Luger is a very loud man. <laughs> oh, he's he yeah, is a yeah. loud man. Yeah, they show a recap of why this match is happening. Yes, of, yeah, I have an issue with this. With a week's build. I have a an issue with this. Build. What? Well, throughout this first part of this match, they're working the match. Now, supposedly, he he's walking down to the ring with a limp, but he works the first half of the match no-selling the fucking baseball bat shots. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because Bret Hart's shit. Yeah, I put, like I say, all the way through, you could put not one bit of storytelling at all for the first part of this match. Well, as I noted, there's Bret out with his blatant, like, blatantly bland theme and his Calgary Hitman jersey. Yeah. Not even interacting much, just sort of walking to the ring. Yeah. but No taunts, nothing. This is the thing, though. If Bret Hart doesn't care, Bret Hart isn't doing anything. For you. He's not giving you anything. No. And he clearly doesn't care. He's clearly stuck on the mid card. He's giving you nothing. And when. But Luke... he's, he's, he's leaning into his foot yeah. where he's injured. Oh, look, look, quick shake. Yeah. But he's leaning into it. He's just jumped off the apron onto the floor. Yeah, he doesn't care. There's nothing there. There's no storytelling whatsoever. And at one point, eventually, he does sell it. As if it goes, Brett finally sells it, and I put in brackets, oh shit, I have an injury to sell five minutes into the match. Well, yeah. as I noted, Brett just works over Luger, showing us why yeah. he's a total package. <laughs> because he hasn't done anything. Yeah, yeah he's not, not, not a fucking thing. It's just, it's just all Brett Hart. Bearing in mind he's injured. I I really don't like Brett Hart. I it think he's be me. No, you're right, I'm saying. I really same. don't like him. I don't get this whole... I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. No, you're not. You're boring. 
I just don't like you. I can't. I've not seen a single good Bret Hart match, ever. He's, he's, I've not. I've not seen a, good, a Bret Hart match. I've really enjoyed. Yeah. Not one. If he doesn't want to be there and he's not interested, you can't make him do anything. No, this is it. Mm. And usually, if he's not going over, he's not. He's not. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's not winning. He doesn't care. But this yeah, this match is. Despite Luger and how funny he is, it's really quite hard to watch because Brett controls well, the whole match and then Luger does three moves. Yeah, yeah, and gets the tap out in seven forty six. But this is what I mean. Yeah, this is what I mean. I've got a massive issue with the storytelling in this match. Yeah, I mean. Brett is like on and off. Oh, I have an injury. Oh, now I'm not going to fucking bother selling it. Yeah. And then also, oh shit, I've got an injury again. Yeah. It's like, but for example, there's a move somewhere he cuts all of his weight and Lex Luger's weight all through the injured leg without a fucking consequence. Yeah. Not nothing. No sell afterwards. No nothing. And see, so it fucking drove me up the wall how he's like, remembers to sell the leg, then fucking forgets. Mm. It's like, it's. It's it's not optional. You're selling. No. You're selling that you've got a bad. You got you've got a bad pin. Yeah, yeah. You're selling it or you're not. You sell it or you don't. Yeah. Don't. It looks even worse. If you're gonna no sell it, no sell it. Okay. Don't remember partway through the match that you got the injury and forget it. You've got an injury. Then yeah. to resell it. Exactly. It's. It. Uh, then, like I said, all of a sudden, at some point in the match, he can't walk. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all or fucking nothing. Goes and get, like I say, gets tapped out on the half boss, on the half crab. It's, oh, it's fucking awful. I'll just put like a mini rant. I gave him the match for some reason one and a half out of five, but I'm going to read. There you go, there's a tap out here on the yeah, boss. Tap out to a single leg crab. Yeah. I have never seen Luger do a single leg crab <laughs> before, but now it's his finisher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've given it 1.5 out of 5 but I'm going to drop it to a 1 and the reason is they're going to put fucking awful why have an angle just to not use it until the, until the very end there was yeah. there, there was a story but it was not the one we're supposed to see Yeah, not until the end at least half it's like star. Brett did it when he could be asked. fuck this match half a star and that's purely for Luger's selling <laughs> half a star Russo yeah <laughs> it's Russo and Brett just not giving a shit uh Replay shown again. Then cut into Tanay with Bill Goldberg. <laughs> you see that pile of blood there, Tanay? I get paid to kick ass. <laughs> and later I'm going to separate the, his head from the rest of his body. Jesus. I must have missed that. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, in, in the notes, but I remember it. But then we have a Medusa comes out. And cuts a promo on Russo. Is it sem- oh no. Medusa comes out carrying a bottle of nitro cologne. Which Heenan valiantly puts over is it smells like liquid kitty litter. <laughs> Along yeah. with it smells horrible and it smells like a men's room in Newark Airport. I, say, yeah. ca- I mean, uh, Medusa comes out looking like Candy Sucks from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, considering she came across here as like a, a serious wrestler, wrestler. Yeah, you've just kind of gone, she's got massive boobs. Yeah. So why did we sign Me. you? Boobs. Have you got a women's division? Boobs. So what women's talent have you got? Boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Medusa tells of the superpowers and the higher echelons from New York. Yeah. Rather than the powers that be. Mm. 
Um, and then proceeds, proceeds to attack to say, Well, she proceeds to say that her coming out here doing this is bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Um, then dumps the stinky clone on Heenan whilst mouthing, this job stinks. Yeah, that's... Uh... Someone wasn't happy, was they? No. Because I... that was sort of a shoot, I think. Well, this is what annoys me, because part of me genuinely believes Russo's probably told her to do that, and then we'll look for a reason to fire her because she did that. Because that's what Russo does. Yeah. But it's, it's fucking awful. I, I, yeah. The fact is, Heenan's playing the heel commentator going, yeah, this stuff stinks, don't buy it. Like, yeah. Put your own product over. And yeah. That's it. Uh, to be fair, I need to see if this, like, you can... Was this like a legit product? <laughs> was this was actually this... a legit product? Yes. Ah. Fair, was I it. thought it was a joke. No, nope, this okay. was a legit product. Wow. That's, uh, that's quite... That's really worrying. bad then, by Heenan. Yeah. He should say, look, I use this. Look, I got, you know, I got a... Even advanced a heel, yeah. yeah. He put, try and put it over. But instead he tells us, it's like you say, it smells like liquid kitty litter. Lovely. Yeah, way to sell it. Alan gets it dumped over him. Yeah. And half the front row. I'm hoping that it was actually just water in that bottle. Because... If that gets in his eye, that's going to yeah, fucking hurt. Yeah, that's going to hurt. But, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Another match of the night candidate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. See, I didn't know this going into this match. I didn't. I didn't know this was going on. So my actual notes for this, I'll read them out. We'll obviously put WCW World Championship, Hulk Hogan versus Sting. Now, literally put Hogan taking a year to come out. Yeah. And they put music changes to Sting before Hogan comes out. Sting actually comes out and looks pissed. Yeah. Well, bit of a uh, fuckery to mention. You got a pre-match promo building the the feud, yeah. But blanking out Hogan and saying, "I'm gonna kick things," but then they have Medusa say bullshit, bullshit. uncensored. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing Hogan was pissed that he was the challenger having to come out first, so he demanded he come out second. Yeah, I've probably when they've that. already gone. Hogan, your music's playing. I'm coming out second. Yeah. Why I'm the challenger? Yeah, I, I've literally put Hogan bullshit not coming out. Heenan calls him out on it, and then Sting comes out just looking fuming, as though they have. It, that, Sting comes that, out that, Jeff Hardy fuming. Yeah, it, like just fuck's sake, you know? Because he's, I, I genuinely assumed that Hogan had gone. Nah, I'm coming out second. Yeah, and he—that's what Heenan calls him out on. Mm. I'd love to see the bill of the dry ash tonight. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a fuck ton of dry ice years. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like... the This is one of the biggest reactions of the night is for H- Hogan's music. Mm. Yeah. You know, and... But the thing... What's the saddest thing is you know shit's going down because Hogan comes out and he's in his street clothes. Yeah. You, as soon as you saw that, you was like, oh, shit. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was just like, oh, fuck's sake, no. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew exactly what was coming as soon as I saw him in street clothes. I was like, "Oh dear!" He just I was gonna say he just lies down in the ring, yeah. no finger poke, no dodgy finger move, poke. finger poke, finger poke, finger poke, <laughs> nothing like that. He just lies down. One Sting two. looks at him to say, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and then just covers him. 
One, two, three. Grabs his belt and fucks off. And no explanation is given. None whatsoever. Because now we go into a Goldberg and Sid promo. Straight away to cover it up. This is where they need to, they need to really to cut in the uh, Bischoff and Sting at uh, Genesis. Where he's just going, finish him quick as you can. Just quick, just get it over quick as you can. Yeah. Covers him. Jeff kicks out like, what the fuck was that? I lost. Yeah. <laughs> Sting's going back at the ramp and someone goes, that's bullshit! That, I know. <laughs> I know! Yeah. I know! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just put, everyone's pissed. Fans are pissed. Yeah. Sting's pissed. Sting is pissed. Look at that face yeah. there. Sting is pissed. One of the few things that I, will, that I did actually have to note is I don't like the way Sting carries the belt when he's coming out. Mm. It's like he doesn't want it. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't mind if people wear it on the waist or over the shoulder or whatever you want to do with it. We're just carrying but it. He just kind of like, it's not even like he carries it cool like The Rock carries it. Yeah. Like The Rock trailing it behind him type of thing. Is this it looks a, awesome. Is this like he a, just kind of has hold of the middle of it mm. like like it's a plate. Yeah. yeah. Is this like a general <laughs> thing that Sting does or is it just on this pay-per-view? I don't know. I'm hoping it's... Because it could be just been a mood. Yeah, I'm hoping that it is. Because I'm thinking he was supposed to possibly have dropped it. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? But... Yeah. Well, he's going against Hogan. He knew he was going to drop it because mm. nobody beats Hogan. But yeah, this is just bullshit. Hogan's a cunt. <laughs> yeah, Hogan is a cunt. But Does we, do we know the reasoning behind this? I have no idea. Why it happened? Um, I didn't look into it and I can't remember why, but I will look at it now. Oh, we've got Sid coming oh, out anyway. Yeah, we've got the, uh, we, d- we have a promo for Goldberg and Sid. And then Sid comes out first, you know, as the champ, mm. which is disappointing, but he's bleeding, which is cool. He let it bleed. Yeah. He does look quite like a badass, to be fair here. And it's like, yeah, you are the face. He clearly is the face in this. Um, But yeah, Goldberg gets his standard 10 minute entrance. With the, yeah. the, the tiny policemen who come out of a side entrance as well. I'll just point out when they came onto the uh, the ramp. Yes. So, yeah, Sid does look actually the part here. He does. He really does look the part. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Goldberg, at the end of his entrance, I guess. Hall and Nash attack him for no reason. Uh, no reason is given. Mm. Uh, they tried to find him on Nitro and could not find him. So they found him here because they so knew they, he was going to be here. Yeah, so they attacked him now. But we don't know why they attacked him because it's never explained. They uh, just keep beating the foot. Yeah. Then, yeah, Sid takes the opportunity. Goldberg quickly turns the tides and Sid starts to bleed even more. He made it bleed even more, yeah. yeah. He let it bleed even more. It's a lot of punch kick. Oh yeah, I but I think this sense of occasion made it better. Yeah, they actually they did a really good job of building this match up. They did, even just over the case of this one pay per view. Yeah, because he, the 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 building the fact that obviously Goldberg really does doesn't like Sid, and Sid really doesn't like Goldberg. So yeah. the anticipation of what what they're going to do to each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's really well built. It is. It's just. It's a shame that the way that it plays out. Yeah, it's to it me. Yeah. There, there was one point that I noted. Um, Goldberg electric chairs, Sid, 
for a mm. two count. I thought that was really impressive. Yeah, it was. That was really cool. Cause Imagine the height dude. of Sid's come down yeah. on as well. So, um, just to note, uh, someone marks on the forum, my friend, wrestlingforum.com, they've said, I think it was a storyline. Wasn't that Joe the start of Hogan's new gimmick using his real name and street clothes and build as Terry Belayer? I think there's a whole thing where like they were gonna write Hogan off as a character, right. okay, and have him come back as Terry Belair. Right. Essentially, like you're one of the oldies, we're getting rid of you. Right. Right. Think, I think that's how it sort of leads into where they dealt the Millionaires Club. Okay. Ah, so it was like a pseudo sort of repackaging. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Right. Okay then. But if that's the case, then Stung sold that. Re- Stung. Sting sold that really well. Yeah, I still don't like it. I don't like doing that on a pay-per-view. I'm no, sorry. it's that's not. Just no, that's for Thunder or yeah, that, Nitro. That's for Nitro. That's a Nitro thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the uh, the match. Basically, Goldberg's in control. I've put Goldberg in control. Slow pace. Punch kick. And then I've put Goldberg seems to be the heel. As Sid is hurt and making the comeback. Mm. Goldberg see, controls the whole match. Yeah. Yeah, Sid is the face. I'm sorry, he just is. He is the face. Goldberg has... He's not overcoming any adversity. He's attacked the man in the back. He's cut him open. He's wailing on him. And then Sid tries to come back from his knees. Mm. Goldberg no-sells everything. Just walks through clothesline, punches everything. And then the ref stops it. Uh, I did enjoy the uh, the camel clutch with, with yeah. Sid just go, ring the bell, ring the bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's Ask that, him. Yeah, that camel clutch leads into the electric chair, which was cool. But yeah, it made no sense. Ref stops the match as Sid lost too much blood. That's a super face way to go over. Yeah, it's... For me, it this entire no match, sense. like Goldberg, pretty much plays the heel. He's very he heelish in how he acts. And yeah, stuff. Um, but it's like I get he's supposed to, we're supposed to <coughs> we're supposed to think he's the face because the because Nash and Hall attack him on the on the entrance, but we're not told why they attack him, and he no sells it immediately. Yeah, it's like it didn't happen. Yeah, mm. it's like it had no bearing on the match. This is standard Goldberg though in WCW. Yeah, but why is he a heel? Why does he... Re- what? It makes no sense. He's supposed to be your biggest face. He wrestles the match in control the whole time, like he would be. No sells the face's moves mm. when he's trying to make a comeback and then wins on the most bullshit of reasons. Yeah. Mm. Psycho that- Sid lost too much blood. Mm. So he's really hardcore because he kept trying to come back and fight. He's a super face. Mm. Well, I'm going to say now, slightly to contrary to that, I think there was a good story told because Goldberg I, I, I throughout don't the match, yeah, from, throughout the whole match, Goldberg's target in the head, yeah, he and is. things like that. Sid's selling it like a fucking champ, yeah, even like pretending to go woozy and everything. Yeah, yeah. It looked really good. I mean, at the end of the match when he's walking away and he's got dropping to his knees and yeah, just yeah. trying to struggle to get back Please. to the back. And then you've got the commentary explaining what could happen if he does lose too much blood. Yeah. You know, I thought it was really well done the way the story was told. It is a bit one-sided, the match, don't get me wrong. And and I felt like the match felt like I had that big fight feel to it. 
Yeah, I just think that just um, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't understand why the faces are healed. It doesn't make sense. It's a bit me. weird. I mean, it's it's the way it's been. The way, yeah, it's it is proper, like sort of role reversal, isn't it? I mean, like you say, you want stop... Sid to make a comeback. Yeah, you do. You want him to stay in the fight. You want, if anything, you want Sid to come back and win. Yeah, that makes him the face. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Because he's the one. Well, he... he gets, he gets, he drops to his knees. Or whatever. Ref calls for the TKO. Or whatever. It is. Yeah, I rule it as TKO. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, that comes out in coming in seven eleven. And Steiner comes out and helps him, and even like backs him to the corner, going, "It's over, mate. You lost. Like, yeah, yeah. You're done." Steiner oh. was a heel before as well. Exactly. I'm yeah. saying that he's a heel there, so. But they're acting his face. But, yeah. And as I noted, the, they played, the match played off the two his opposites. Goldberg was heelish and Sid was almost a face by actually walking out under his own power. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's. But, but we're not. Tra- but Sid's played the heel the whole time. We're supposed to hate Sid. <laughs> it's. Yeah. It's, it's just wrong. It was. I, I'm guessing this. It was because. I don't understand what if Goldberg doesn't attack him in the back, then this match is still right. Goldberg's still the face, but because Goldberg attacks him in the back and then cuts basically a heel promo, saying that I'm here to kick asses. I'm not. I don't care about the fans or anything like that. I don't care if you have a decent match. I just want to win. Then the match works, but they did everything to put Goldberg over as a heel. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Oh, it, it gets better though. This this feud carries on after here. Oh God! Right. So the uh, <laughs> the following night, Sid and the Outsiders attack Goldberg. Um, Sid hits a powerbomb Goldberg that allows Brett to win the the US title. Right. The world, the well, we'll go over the world everywhere later. Um, the the following week. Sid showed evidence that Goldberg said I quit at Halloween Havoc <laughs> with a badly dubbed over video where he's got him in the clutch and he just goes I quit oh god um, this leads to uh, an actual I quit match at Mayhem which is the December pay-per-view or no the November pay-per-view right um, and after two two months of build Goldberg was able to beat Sid in just over five minutes hmm. uh, by choking Sid out, but Sid didn't utter the words "I quit." But, but that makes Sid still a face. But he gets better. The next night on Nitro after Mayhem, they team together oh. to take on the Outsiders. Hang on a minute. <laughs> ah, you prick! <laughs> <laughs> That's me headbutting head the, the mic while he's got fucking headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> and Russo. Yes, exactly. That people are going to listen to this and turn it off because of that fuckery. <laughs> turn it down. Um, that was big. That anyway. That was an audio. In, in, you know, sort of like thing of me headbutting the wall. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Stop. Oh God. It's even worse when you say Sid and the Outsiders attack Goldberg. Then three weeks later, Sid teams with Goldberg to face the out. I'm sorry, what? What? Oh, just... Oh. 
awful. <laughs> awful. And um, we cut to Kimberly in the hotel room. This is a cutback from a previous Nitro. Yeah, are they and then they cut part they... of this scene off anyway. Yeah, because how are they still in that top? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what I don't get is she's wearing what is this, uh, basically a swimsuit. But why? She's in a hotel room. Why would you be wearing a swimsuit? Yeah, at this point, you've run away. Yeah, Flair <laughs> runs in and is like, hello. It's, t- it's, it's time for me to sexually assault you. You're going to enjoy this. <laughs> he, has, he does his sexual, sexual assault dance. <laughs> yeah. Well, as she f- finds his Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Rick Flair steps out the bathroom. Kimberly expecting David doesn't even react in horror or anything, just sort of stands there with her back to the camera watching Flair. I'm guessing she's probably pissing herself laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst Flair says, You're going to get the 14 times spanky your daddy should have gave you a long time ago. Not much creepy as, it, as, it, cut, as it cuts to the Halloween Havoc logo and we go back to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't creepy in the slightest. Yeah. Sting's music. He's back. Open challenge. Yay! How to fix the that's, shit. That's, yeah. Sting's back out looking pissed. Well, yeah, he does look pissed, but he basically goes, I challenge anyone in the back. Anyone in the back. Hint, hint. Yeah. Mm, okay. I wonder who it could be. Yeah, because he, he's looking for a fight. He doesn't want a night off. Still carrying the belt like a weirdo. Sorry, I can't get over it. I can't see it. Uh, it looks like he basically walks in the back. Throws a belt to someone, and they go, Oh, yeah, you quit the promo against Sting. And he's like, All right, just give me the belt. And they sort of hand it to him. He just... Oh, just chucks it on the floor. Yeah. I just, I feel bad for Sting. I am the anti champion. Sting deserves more than this. <laughs> he deserves better than this. <laughs> uh, yeah. DDP and Flair. Oh. Strap match. Yeah, I've got one massive problem with this strap match. It's a feud about spanking. There is that. I'd use a strap. Yeah, makes sense. But the idea of this strap is to keep them at arm's reach. Yes. To keep them together, to make them all they can't get away. It's not the traditional strap match where you have to touch all four corners. Mm -hmm. It's pinfall or submission. Yeah, which right. I prefer. Which is a great way of doing it. It's a great, great variant of the strap match. Yeah, 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 I think it's really, really well done. If the strap wasn't the full width of the fucking ring. Yeah, they've just used one of the straps that they use for the four corner yeah. touching. Yeah, so unfortunately, it makes the gimmick fucking pointless. Yeah. It makes it into real, just a glorified no DQ. Basically. They use the strap a lot. To like whip each other and stuff, but they could do that if it was shorter. Yeah, it needed to. It needs better effect. I think the strap could have been done at least half the length. Yeah, if it was half the length, it would have been better. The fact of the matter is, you could still you could still fucking Irish whip somebody with that thing. Yeah, you could. You could literally Irish whip them and do your normal shtick. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it just Uh, it made the gimmick pointless. It did. It made the match just seem. I wasn't a particularly a fan of this match. I, I, I mean, when Flair blades, and I love it when Flair bleeds because because it gets all in his hair and stuff, and it looks like it looks gory as shit. Well, it looks proper brutal. As, as I noted, 
Flair's bleached blonde hair now has a jelly beans <laughs> size stain of red. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's, but it looks, it, it, it ha- that's like, you know, when, when guys get like the crimson mask, Flair almost doesn't need it. Because yeah. if it, as long as it goes in his hair, it looks like he's pissing blood. And it might just be like a little cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not a lot, this, there's not, I've not made a lot of notes, I'll be honest. I've made a bit, a few notes, but I'll be honest with you, it's all more, more about spots that I've written, but it just, they brawl through the crowd. It's a lot of walk and brawl. What a walk and brawl, with a strap. Yeah. Yeah, not dangerous in any shape or form. Not no. a lawsuit waiting <laughs> to happen. Yeah. It, ugh, it, it's just one of the, yeah, walk and brawl. Oh, don't, it, don't forget, Flair is the face, despite having sexually assaulted a man's wife. Two people. <laughs> well, sorry, yes, two people, but in the for the state of this, he's got feud, a trap. They say he's got a track record. Yeah, for this view, Flair is the he, Flair is the face, despite being uh, <laughs> yeah a serial sexual. He's a serial. He's a serial sex offender. <laughs> yeah, sex offender. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs he needs put another fucking register. <laughs> Rick Flair, a sexual deviant. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. A man who is the wife of a sexual. <laughs> the man whose wife has been sexually assaulted. That's seriously what this is, but DDP yeah. is the heel, apparently. Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, this. Rick Again... Flair is a face the same way Bing Crosby is a fucking face. Yeah. It's just bad. It's bad booking. It makes no sense. It's wrong. It is wrong. But why? Why is why is somebody said Flair, you're the face in this? Mm. They must yeah. have been told that. Yeah, Flair, Flair, wrestle like a face. Yeah, Flair, you're the face. Go spank a bitch. Yeah, you know it's okay because it's Flair and he woos. That's literally what it is. You do that to me again. I'll make a woman out of you. <laughs> Woo! It's okay. He wooed. <laughs> you got iced. Oh, he's going <laughs> it again. He's after it again. Yeah, here we go. Sexual assault, second time tonight. Bear in mind, this is on camera, folks. This was stand-up in court. <laughs> Did you catch it on CCTV? Somebody please press charges. But you think DDP would react a bit more there rather than just like smacking him once and then taunting into the crowd? Yeah, well, that pisses me off again. DDP does a lot of taunting in this match, like, while Flair's down. And it's just little bits, but you wouldn't be doing that. This is supposed to be a fight. You're supposed to be... Defending your <laughs> wife's honour here. Well, there's that. It's more He's assaulted like, your wife. It's more catered though as well. Like, didn't I insult you all 20 minutes ago? Yeah. It just... It's just terrible. It's terrible. He's just watched Ric Flair assault his wife less than a minute before, and he stands there and taunts. Yeah. He wouldn't do... You wouldn't be doing that. You'd be... All over that guy, you'd be beating the. You'd be crap picking out of the him. chairs up and smashing them over his fucking face. Yeah, but that's this is what you'd I mean. be low blowing the shit out of him. Yeah. You won't need this anymore. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and it's no DQ. Yeah, so exactly. It's not like he's doing it because winning the match will be more more of a moral victory. You know, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's more it's about it's, it's more about the it's, it's less about the three count, more about the payback, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's what it should be in the storyline. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it gets DQ'd, even if it is an ODQ, you know what I mean? Yeah. It should be just about the amount of punishment he can put on Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. 
But I've just bought as the match went on, the crowd seemed to care less and less. Yeah, it went quiet. Yeah. There's not a lot happens. Ric Flair bleeds. Yeah. Ric Flair bleeds at the end. Yeah. Well, there's a three count somewhere. I put like I know it Paige chokes Flair with the uh, the strap. There's a random diamond cutter out of nowhere for some reason. Yeah. And then a really awkward three count. Where the ref don't count to three. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm guessing was meant to be not meant to be the finish. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought that's honestly. I thought he wasn't meant to count. The, he wasn't meant to count the three, but they forgot what the actual finish was supposed to be. So they just called the bell because Flair obviously didn't kick out. Yeah. And that's why DDP started kicking the shit out of him because <laughs> he'd fucked the finish. But no, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but yeah, DDP kicks the shit out of Flair afterwards, including taking a crowbar to his penis. Thank you, David Flair, for bringing that in. You knob. David Flair runs down, yeah, gets crow, with a crowbar, gets low blowed. Yeah, gets his ass beat. Yeah. But, yeah, I hate David Flair. Such a knob. Well, but then David Flair gets two diamond cutters. Yeah. The first one he takes like a stunner, and the second yeah. one he just sort of jumps into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is so bad. But yeah, I'll give, I, I rating wise, I'm going to give it one and a half. Uh, I gave it a one. One. Only because there was a couple of spots on there that weren't actually that bad. I gave, I gave it a one for flare bleeding. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but of course, following on, <laughs> as he gets stretched off, the yeah. filthy animals attack. Yeah, the paramedics of all people. Yeah, they attack everyone, including Flair, who's on a stretcher, and then kidnap him. <laughs> While Tori, Tori looks on like a sexual predator with her camera. <laughs> <laughs> David I love Flair the fact gets... David Flair tries to attack Conan, who is no-selling his separated shoulder already. <laughs> and they just oh, beat the shit out of him. Into the devastating cardboard boxes, which have been stacked there appropriately. Yeah. And then, yeah, they jump in an ambulance with him and take him away. We have no idea where or why. So, yeah. Maybe maybe to prison. Well, it should be. <laughs> Well, the commentator's like, maybe they're dumping out the back on a, a country road somewhere. Or in a ditch. Yeah, but why? What's it, what, what does this accomplish? He gets a bit mucky. Yeah. <laughs> what they should be doing is driving him to a fucking courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, out comes Sting, ready for his open challenge. Yeah. Still looking pissed. Yeah. Which the commentators point out is non-title. Yeah, they say it's a non-championship match. Several times, because Bobby Heenan checks with Shivani, it's non-title. Yeah, Goldberg and, uh, also answers the open the open challenge, but does not have the US Championship with him. Yeah. I, I have actually put non-title, but why? Because the whole point was, he wanted to fight somebody for the title. Yeah. Um, Along with your referee, Charles Robinson, who, not even ten minutes ago, took a diamond cutter. Yeah. 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 No cells. Yeah, Goldberg. No cells. Everything. They leave. Yeah, Sting leaves the ring and says we need a ref to the camera. Yeah, right. Was, okay. The problem with the Shivani on commentary though is he, even he goes, "It's a non-title match." Yeah, like he's <laughs> confused by this. Yeah, yeah. Goldberg threatening a referee because that's a face thing to do. This match makes no sense. Makes no sense, but it was actually yeah. half decent. Well, but it didn't be thrown together. Goldberg no cell. Everything. Yeah. Bobby he Heenan made what... Sting look weak as piss. Bobby Heenan at one point. Uh, I don't know what to think anymore. I'm losing my mind. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I... <sighs> there was a nice little spot though towards the end, which I thought was nice. 
where he jumps over Sting, uh, Goldberg jumps over Sting. Oh, yeah. Straight yeah. into a spear. Yeah. The leapfrog into the spear was quite nice. Yeah. But, like, Stinger does, f- what, f- was it three or four Stinger splashes? Three, three yeah. Stinger splashes? Goldberg just no sells them. Yeah, to be fair. I've just put Goldberg no sell in the WCW champ, which doesn't look good for your champ. Pins him in less than three minutes clean. Uh, well, sorry, five minutes clean. Yeah, three three oh eight. Three oh eight. There you go. Yeah. And um, yeah, oh, it apparently was um, a title match. DDP got the win in twelve forty nine. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, you get. Oh, Sting does a really shit spear, and Goldberg completely no sells it. Yeah, and just kicks gets him up in the and face. kicks him in the face. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. This is your main event, folks. It goes three minutes and eight seconds. Your champ is that shit. He cannot beat Goldberg. And it's not that he can't beat him. He gets jobbed out to Goldberg really quickly. It just made Sting look piss poor and weak to me. And Goldberg is the champ of everything. Yeah, he is the champ of every single... Because he's Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. All the single single non-cruiserweight belts. Yeah. Oh, did you have a hardcore division at this point? No. No, that came in in 2000, I want to say. Yeah, that's the, that's the spot. The leapfrog spear. Yeah, yeah and then cool. into Jackhammer. Jackhammer, it's over. Yeah. So I've put... I've, I, I don't know if I have been over genuine, genuine and probably just be glad this pay-per-view was over because for some reason I gave this a 3 out of 5. Uh, don't know why. I gave it a 1. And it's March half. Yeah, I gave it a 1. Um, I don't even know why I gave it a 1. Follow up with the fact that Sting gives a scorpion, the uh, child gives Charles a scorpion death drop. Yeah, afterward. and Bobby Heenan's reaction, why not? <laughs> yeah, it was. Why not? He just went. Well, who cares? Yeah. I just put anyway. New world champ. Nobody has a clue. Yeah. <laughs> the comment, it, they announced him as the world champion, but the commentators thought it was a non-title match because they told us it was a non-title match. But it turns out it was a title match. And yeah, scorpion death drop to Charles. Because why for no not? fucking reason, literally, literally because why not? That is what they say. Mm. So yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know, end in, of pay per view. Yeah, yeah. One, out, one, then, one point five out of five. For, for, that for some aftermath, the next night on Nitro, uh, Sting declares that he never agreed to defend the title. Yeah, the open challenge was there. Okay. So he calls out JJ Dillon for the ring to explain what happened. Dillon pronounced the title had been vacated due to Sting attacking the ref. Uh, what? That was after the match. This was on yeah. Nitro, this was on Nitro afterwards. Yeah, but he said they vacated the belt because Sting he attacked, attacked the, ref. the ref. But the match had already happened when he attacked the ref. Jesus oh, for Christ. So, because of his his uh, attack on Charles Robinson during the unsanctioned match, uh, they stripped him of the belt. Apparently, oh my fucking um, Jesus! Oh, well, they declared it vacant and then had. But to, they announced they Goldberg a... as the world champion before yeah. he attacked the ref. Yes, I know. I uh, yeah. And they had a month long tournament concluding at Mayhem. So basically, essentially, they stripped Goldberg of the world heavyweight championship. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Fuck this company! But that's because Seriously. Like, because Sting, who then said, I'm put, I'm like, I want a match tonight, everyone's gone, well, the belt's on the line. Oh, fuck off, Russo. What? 
That made no sense. Look, oh my god! It's been about three minutes since the end of the match, and all of a sudden now, now he attacks the ref. Yeah, but that was before the announced. Um, before, this was before the end of the match. Clearly, the the free count's been oh, in and gone. Oh my god! Close pay per view. That's it. That's the end of your pay per view. Oh wow! I know, I know. People like to say "fuck this company" a lot, and and I know that it's overdone and whatnot. But seriously, fuck that! Oh, that made no sense. I mean, obviously, you know, going that was bad enough on its own. But then you get the explanation. Then you get the explanation. Yeah. Oh god, it gives you a headache. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And the best thing about it as well, Nitro would have been the night after. It's not like anyone would have forgotten. Jesus Christ. That must have been what what gave me a headache today then. I'm not shocked. Well, I was walking through town. I was like, I'll go and buy some tape and some bits so I can actually take my colour code, my mic leads and that. Yeah. And I had such a bad migraine that I just completely forgot about it and ended up going home. There you go, you can blame Vince Russo. Yeah, blame Russo, because this is bullshit. Yeah, it was a load of shite. Um, well, I have a total score I'm, for my pay-per-view. For uh, the pay-per-view. Well, before yeah. you put that, I'm going to revise my score for that last match, because <laughs> now what I know what's happened, I put in the fucking minus five. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's a pointless fucking match. It is so stupid. It's pointless. It was, to try, it was obviously to try and send the fans home happy who were in the arena, but... Then you've just gone. No, it was it was unsanctioned. There was no title on the line. Well, why wouldn't you be say, for example, put an extra tag match on? Or yeah, why wouldn't you do like I don't know? There was do... bullshit for the tag belts, wasn't yeah. there? So you could conclude concluded that at the end of just, the pay per view. Just do a dark match with the outsiders versus Goldberg and Sting, and have Goldberg and Sting go over. Yeah, something like that. It doesn't even have to be. Fu- you don't even have to do three minutes. Yeah. they've got to see. They've got to see these four guys. Goldberg goes over. You know, spare Jack Hammer done. This is it, and they must have planned that to happen. Yeah. So what they could have done, they didn't even have to have Sting come out and do an open challenge. You could Hogan come out. He wins the match. He's pissed off. Attacks the ref there and then. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you you don't see Sting for the rest of the fucking pay per view, and you have something else in that place. Just. God. In awful. fact, what I would have done is switched places, have um what you call it? Have um Ric Flair and um DDP in the place of Luger and Goldberg and have Goldberg and Luger go on last. Oh Goldberg and Vicious. Oh, sorry, not Luger, yeah, Vicious. Yeah. yeah, you could have done. That would have made more sense. But it would have done. Fuck this. <laughs> that did not make sense. Bullshit. What a load of shit. So, overall, go on, you're going to give you overall, weren't you? Um, so, what I did was, I counted up all the matches for the possible stars that they could have had, versus the stars that they had, to come up with an average for my uh, out of five, and it got a 1.4. I would actually say that's quite accurate. Yeah. Um, I think 1.4, I was like, wow, that is that is like so close to what yeah. I was thinking. Right, well, I, I've had I've had chance to watch it twice. Yeah. And now I've kind of watched it a third time and discussed it. Now, originally, when I wrote these notes, it was on my initial viewing. Yeah. 
and I don't know what the fuck I was smoking at the time, <laughs> but for some reason, I gave it an overall score of 2.5 out of 5. Wow. Now, I'm going to revise that, because I'm certainly not scoring this a 2.5 out of 5. No way. <laughs> not, in, not, 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 in a, not in a sane state of mind. No. Um, it is getting a 1 for me. Yeah. Because it that last match, now you know what's gone on. Now, I'm I'm taking myself back to 1999 here. I've just paid God knows amount of money to watch this pay per view to see Sting, you know Goldberg, become world heavyweight champion yeah, and yeah. US champion to turn into Nitro the next night to realise I've wasted my pay per view money because I've just fucking gone ah oh, 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 that that, that pay per view you spent your money on. <laughs> Fuck that! It didn't matter. Yeah. Fuck this pay per view and fuck that company. Yeah, it was. Not as no, I'm not not no. I could you could you imagine being like to say that person that paid that money for that yeah. pay per view, then you turn into Nitro the next night and you realise you've wasted your money. Yeah. Can't see any views. It just wasn't very good, was it? No, <laughs> no. Um, just half of it could have been done on, done on Nitro. Yeah, like I'd say about ninety percent of it. Berlin Armstrong, yes. Disco Larue, yes. Yeah. Uh, God, what else is on there? It's fine. Disco Larue possibly being one of the better matches on the card. Sadly, sadly. Um, I think match of the night has got to be the um, Goldberg and Luke the, and um, the strap match it. was fucking pointless. Yeah, the strap was no like, shit. It would have made to, to announce it on the night. It's like the police gone through like a prop box and gone, oh, I've got a strap here. It's a strap match. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just it's just frustrating because you had the bare bones of being able to do something like the 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 undercard was a mess let's be fair here and it, it and they didn't care about it they built this on two matches sting and hogan goldberg and vicious and to me the execution of both those matches well hogan sting don't even get me started was just bullshit the the execution of the Goldberg and Vicious match was wrong because it made yeah. Goldberg a heel and Sid Vicious a face. Flip that scenario. Why is Sid not attacking Goldberg in the back? Why is Sid not, you know, why is Sid not working Goldberg over so Goldberg can make the big comeback while he's cut and, you know, with the big jackhammer and the spear mm. and it looking amazing because he's crimson masked and whatnot. Probably because Goldberg was just like, I'm not bleeding. Yeah. All right. Great. So we are, were forced to sit through a match that's the wrong way around. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's just poor execution, poor booking, poor ideas. Yeah, it needs... We need Is there more. any bright spots? Heenan? Heenan was good, but Heenan's always been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, or always was good. Um, I'm struggling to think of any more. Uh, there's, no, there's nothing else to say really on it. No, um, there is no, there was no, nobody stood out as a great wrestler tonight. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. There really was no exceptional performances no. on that at all. There was, it yeah. was really subpar. I might as well have been watching bloody SmackDown now. Or yeah, you know. yeah. I'd rather watch TNA. Yeah, I would rather watch TNA. 
2014 TNA. Oh dear, no. I'd mm. rather watch this TNA now. TNA now is meant to be half decent, actually. <laughs> TNA now is okay. Apparently, I've not watched it. It's supposed to be decent, from what I've heard. It's okay. I just can't stand Eddie Edwards. Yeah. Just don't let the man talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Halloween Havoc 1999. Just don't watch it. No. Skip it. Go to Mayhem. It will make sense. Mayhem will make more sense than this. Yeah, because this pay per view after well, that didn't have that. Fun, funnily enough, um, I started watching. I went through and watched all the 1999 pay per views. Oh yeah. I purposely left Halloween Havoc because I knew we were going to watch this. Yeah. It's like I can't really watch Mayhem. But it's like I know what happens anyway, but I can't really. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I end up skipping Mayhem to then have to watch Starcade to go on to 2000. <laughs> <laughs> So well, yeah, yeah, I don't watch it, unless you're a completionist. Yeah. yeah, there's no need to watch this pay-per-view. Oh, it doesn't matter. There, there's worse WCW stuff as I'm well. not this, shocked that there is. This is like an average WCW pay-per-view. This is the standard. Jesus. So Fuck that. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that noise. Fuck that noise. Can we hurry up and get ICW on the network so we can review some of that? Progress. Progress is on there? Soon. Well, it's rumoured to be. Please. Yeah, please. So, so I think um, for Mania season, I think we should do something non WWE. Okay. Mm. But maybe like after Mania because it's it's on like the Mania. It'll fall on Mania weekend unless we review the show during the pay per view or something. Mm. It could be, shall we say, a spring break. Oh, okay. Maybe. Possibly. Wahahaha. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Something I've never seen before, I know that, so... Cool. I'm game. Pyro and Ballyhoo. <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> uh, that's just something Russo says a lot, apparently, or that's what his pod's called. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah. Um, ah, fuck Russo. I was going to say, isn't Russo the guy who had to stop doing podcasts because he got that much hate? Probably. But, bro, bro... Are you, are you surprised after shit what we've just watched? <laughs> no. The problem is though, when you listen, because now like the the internet age, like you know what Russo looks and sounds like. If you go back and watch when the powers that be properly come in, and it's a guy behind a desk that you don't see, it's literally filmed from him, like, yeah. me looking yeah. at you, and you hear him, you're like, oh god, it's fucking Russo. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So anything else to add on Halloween Havoc? Yeah, don't watch it. Uh, yeah, no, just don't watch. Do something please. more interesting, like trim your pubes and put it on the sandwich and eat it. Lovely. Or watch the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. No, I don't watch managed that. To not watch that. I have never seen that either. I have because it was on ITV2 at the time. Oh, Jesus. ITV2 randomly had like a night of wrestling. Um, there was a... Some sort of like documentary, um, then the Heroes of Wrestling pay per view, and then another documentary on like the NWA belt because of that British wrestler at the time, Gary Steele, was going for the NWA belt in America. Okay. Um, but it's like, yeah, you got the, the full Heroes of Wrestling pay per view, so I watched it. I was like, yeah, it's a bit boring, nothing really happens. And it sort of over time become this sort of cult shit show. <laughs> everyone's like, it's the worst, worst show ever. <laughs> You want to play 21? I'm going to have to watch it on at some point somehow. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Sorted. I'm going to have to give it a go, Anna. Oh, it, was, it was actually done on this day 
eight, 19 years ago. Right, I'm This day of recording, watched. the 10th of October. I'm going to get it watched. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting it watched. <clears throat> Not watching Halloween Havoc again, though. That can go fuck itself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go fuck itself. Go yeah. fuck it. Ric Flair can go and fuck so, it for all I care. <laughs> yeah, I, overall, I give that show a two out of five. You're generous. Yeah, 1.4. One and a half, all right. So I've... I've I've, no, I've you da- need to deduct that point one. I've, de- I've, I've, I've downgraded the most, and I've given it a one, yeah. just because of the sour taste. Yeah, I did it. I, I, I did it mathematically. I couldn't argue with it. Can't argue with yours. I'm brutally honest. <laughs> All those percentiles. Yeah, yeah. carried the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Before we go, bunk, I'll get yourself some plugs. Uh, yeah, if you've uh, enjoyed listening to me uh, on this podcast. You can also find me on the Gunpowder Trees and No Plot podcast, where I play the Dragonborn Paladin Rogar. And you can catch them every week. Uh, available on all good podcast providers. You can find them at Trees and No on Twitter, and you can find them on Facebook. And your website? Uh, on, we also have a website. It's a WordPress website, and you can find that. Again, it's uh, at Trees and No. Mm. Paul? Well, currently I'm not podding at the minute, but we do have a bit of a back catalogue. You can find the UK ROD Live podcast on Spreaker, on YouTube, on iTunes and on uh, Stitcher. You can find us on Facebook and we have a Twitter Twitter at UK ROD Podcast. Uh, I think that's about it. Isn't it? Cool. Well, this has been the last start of wrestling. I've been Coxie. I've been the delivery man. Billy Boy Bunkle. And I realised we didn't introduce ourselves. But I've been, it's me. No, it's we me, didn't. It's THG. Paul the Hat Guy Flinders signing off. I'm partially waiting for the day now you uh, killed the gimmick. Because <laughs> you're not the Hat Guy anymore. It's just THG now. <laughs> not even that, because you're not even like the Hat Guy. You, no. You're, just, you're not even wearing a hat. No, I mean. So I think that we need to do like a video of you burning the hat. It's getting there. Saying the gimmick dies tonight, but then Bunkle's at the side just going, You're a faggot! (laughs) 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 Oh, fucking hell. And that is something I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's slowly dying off a bit. I mean, the only remnant of hat guys in my PSN side, that's about it. Which you can change change from next year. Oh, it might happen. Might happen. Just for the record, if you want to have me on PlayStation, it's the hat guy, Ned. So if you want to add me on PSN. So, of course, this is the last, the last art of wrestling, where we ask, who better than Canyon? This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more.
wanna leave the best that's left to me. 